This is the Dundas Fed Podcast, episode 13. What's up, you guys? I'm Jason Dundas. Welcome to the show. Today on the podcast, I'm chatting with Australian professional boxer Lauren Eagle. Uh, this girl's been a mate of mine for about 10 years. She's a total inspiration and uh, someone I look up to for motivation um, almost weekly. Uh, her passion for fitness, uh, mental health, diet, uh, and just her mental focus is, is really inspiring. You're going to get a lot of that out of this chat. Um, Lauren runs her own boxing gym. Uh, it is called Lauren Eagle Boxing Gym. It's in Padstow, New South Wales, Australia. You can check out uh, eaglefitness.com.au for all the deets on that. Um, this chat goes deep into the benefits of boxing, both just for cardiovascular and fitness, and also how to train to be a professional boxer. And we learn that Lauren almost hopped into the ring with Ronda Rousey. You guys have to get deep into the podcast to hear that story. It's amazing. Uh, and for all you ladies out there listening, we, we learn a lot about the benefits of, of some of Lauren's tips for nutrition for women and also training uh, using boxing for women uh, to get in shape uh, physically and also mentally. Uh, here's my chat with Australian professional boxer Lauren Eagle. Roll it. Last time I saw you was probably like ten years ago, and I think we went water skiing. But oh my God, yes. yeah, that's the last time I saw you. So welcome to the show. It's nice to touch base. But, yes, um, yeah. But I feel like because I watch you on social media, um, I feel like I still hang out with you, and <laughs> I see that you exercise psychotically as much as I do. And I realize, <laughs> and I realize that at, at times I wake up with a bit of a sore throat <laughs> because I've worked oh, out too much. That's right. You don't really have a, a halfway button then. No, it's all, full throttle. All or nothing. Yeah. Well, that's the only way to, to get anything out of life, I find. But I bloody agree. Yeah, bloody yeah, yeah. Agree. So, so what are you doing today? Where are you? Um, I'm at home now. Yeah, um, you're in Sydney. Was... Yeah, Sydney. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was working this morning at the gym. We opened a new gym two weeks ago, so yeah. yeah, it's been busy. All right, so we'll get to the gym in a second, but for those who are just learning about you, because this is a global market, the old internet, has yes. reached all over the world. Um, yeah, the last time <laughs> I saw you, you were water skiing, and, and then all of yeah. a sudden you became Ronda Rousey in the ring. <laughs> what, what, oh. How did you get into the boxing world, and why did you get into the boxing world? Oh, complex story, but um, I was a water skier and we would call it professional, but we never got paid for it. But it was a family sport, so I would compete water ski racing. So it was speed skiing with my mum, my dad and my sister. Um, since I was about 10 years old, and we'd travel all over the world. It was a great sport. And then, unfortunately, I lost my dad in a boating accident in 2008. Um, he passed away on Sydney Harbour, just driving a boat for a boat race. Um, but he was a cat with nine lives and he had a lot of ski racing accidents in his time. So yeah, it's a I, I'm sorry about that. No, that's all right. Um, and then I did still try and continue skiing, but my heart wasn't really in it. I went for another world title and then I just thought, nah, I'm done. Yeah. Um, but like you say, similar to you, you you love to train, and I don't like to train just to train. I need, I love sport. I love all sports, and I, I, I feel like I was born to do sport. So I wanted yeah. to pursue another one, 
And I've always loved boxing. It's very cliche, but I used to watch Rocky all the time. Yeah. And I just always had a... What age? With... What age was oh, that? Rocky? When you were watching Rocky, were you like oh, under 10? I used to watch it, yeah, maybe like 12 all the way to 19. Like before a ski race, I'd watch it. And back then you were like... Da, 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 yeah. Like airboxing, feeling the vibe of Rocky. I just, yeah, I don't know. And then I used to see, you know, Floyd Mayweather around and just what boxers would go through. And I always had a lot of respect. And I thought that sort of is the epitome of fitness and yeah. an athlete in my eyes. So it just felt natural. Um, and then I went to a gym, on my, a boxing gym in the Shire near where I live yep. and started skipping and I was woeful, but um, found a trainer there and then, yeah, he trained me up. And at that time I wanted to, I really have always wanted to compete in the Olympics yep. for a sport. Um, but at that time when I turned, when I was boxing, uh, women weren't allowed. There was no boxing, female boxing. I think it was only approved maybe two Olympics ago, one Olympic ago. Okay. Um, so I turned professional, uh, after about eight months, which was probably a bit too soon, but I had the heart. I definitely didn't have the skill, but I, how do you turn professional in boxing? You just register with the boxing federation, get your bloods done and have a fight and it goes on box rack. And, and do you have to win that fight to be declared professional or just have to compete? Not at all. No, no, not at all. You have to use eight ounce gloves, tie up gloves. Yeah. Um, in amateurs, you use, I think, well, it's changed now. I don't know what it is now, but it's normally between 12 and 14 ounce gloves, and you have to wear headgear, a mouth, so, and all the protective equipment. But professionals don't. Okay, so let me ask you this. So, so how yeah. old were you when you said you went down to the Shire? And for those of us listening who don't know what the Shire is, it's a place called Cronulla, <laughs> about 30 Sorry. minutes well, south no, of Sydney. Well, no, it was Sutherland. It was oh. actually oh, Sutherland. Oh, Sutherland. Shire. Okay, so it's an area south of Sydney, about 30 minutes away, and some people think they have crazy accents down there, but I don't believe yeah. that. So two heads. So, yeah. So you got, how old were you when you went into the gym just to start skipping? God. 2008, I'm so bad with eight, what is it now, 16, so that's 17, so 11 years ago, 29 now, do the math, 29 minus 11, what's that? Well, let's say, yeah, it's, so did you, did you, did you say, About did you have a job? About 22, I'd say. Did you have About a job? 21, 22. What's that? Did you have a day job? I, back then, what was I doing? Jeez. I was um, doing a bit of like TV presenting. I was with an agency back then. Yeah. Um, I think I had just come off. Oh, no. Yeah. I had just sort of come off. Oh, no, that was after. Celebrity Apprentice was after that. But I was just sort of dabbling. Yeah. Um, I was working at Gloria Jeans and Wing Wetsuits. On the weekends, Glory Jeans Coffee and Wing Wetsuits is like a water ski shop. Yep. So you had um, you had time to put your mind on something. And it sounds like you're in a yes. position to go full throttle on something. Yeah. And Oh, sorry. I was also studying at uni journalism. Okay. Um, I was in journalism. Then I transferred to commerce. And when I started boxing, maybe two months in, I just said, no. Nah. I can't be bothered. Uni is not for me. And it hooked. You were in. Pun intended. You I were was hooked. in. Done. And, and can, yeah. I, can I ask you an obvious question? I, I 
consider myself a bit of a pussy in a fight. And really? a bit of a wimp. Yeah, I don't really go I well. I you'd be surprised. I don't know. I hate getting knocked in the face. I'm worried my teeth are going to fall out. But You've got a mouth guard in, you silly bitch. I know, but I just, you know, I grew up in a bit of a crap area and I out in Penrith and people try to fight me all the time. Oh, so okay. I know. So I had a bit of a rough upbringing. So I don't really look for the fight. I'm a good sprinter. I run away from it. So <laughs> my, my question for you is when you get into that sport, you start skipping mm. And then all of a sudden mm. you're going to start boxing. Was there any mm. fear of getting hit or the, you know, the contact sort of aggressive, I want to kill the other person in the mm. ring? You know what? No, not, not at all. But uh, the only thing that sort of made me hesitant and upset was like I came into the sport, I had no experience. Uh, however, I would get on cards that some – Australian women fighters couldn't get on and they would talk a lot of smack. Um, Is that because you're attractive? Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's some attractive ones. but some, And you uh, had a profile. You came in with a bit of a profile. Yeah, and I can completely, I understood that at the time. I did. Yeah. Um, so I tried to let it go. But I think water ski racing, like after even looking back on it now and even at the time, is a more dangerous sport than boxing. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, you hit yeah. that water full throttle, it hurts. Oh, yeah. My uncle's a paraplegic from it. Um, the amount of people that have died in the sport. Yeah, like it's crazy, but it's amazing. Like it's a, a beautiful atmosphere and culture. So I think I was brought up, um, well, my dad sort of toughened me up and I was brought up in that sport. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't really, yeah. I, I think I've got more fear not fear sensible fear i think you, you have to have fear it's healthy yeah but back then i had none so it was a little bit erratic so how did you go in your first fight i went well i won she i think had a couple only you know boxing as you know more so here but everywhere is very political so you know you pretty much choose your opponent you can choose your opponent okay um so at the time, and then you build your record, and then you start going for the titles. Right. So at the time, I fought a girl. I think she had maybe three fights and five kickboxing fights. She was a prison warden. Oh, my gosh. And, yeah. And she was 38, and I trained these mums, and they were like, couldn't even watch. I was so scared. But I won by, I think, I can't remember now, but might have been third-round knockout maybe. Yeah. Um, she was shorter than me. And, yeah, I did pretty well, but it was catered. The opponent was catered to me. She had more experience than me, but you choose your pick and choose your opponents when you're starting out Yeah. to help you gain experience so that you can, if you want to pursue, you pursue the, the big guns. Got it. And then let's – so that was, you know, eight years ago. And then fast forward – because mm. I want to get onto some other things about fitness and stuff like that. So yeah. you've been obviously boxing all that time. What what has happened since? How are you still boxing professionally? Yes, I, was, I had a bit of a break, so I had maybe I've all, I always keep fit and train and love boxing, but I had about two break maybe. Yeah. So I did Celebrity Apprentice and then um, sort of took a bit of a break and reconsidered. I was like, oh, do I really want to do it? Uh, and then I changed trainers and found 
who's my business partner now, Billy. Yeah. He's trained me for about two or three years and, um, yeah, it's probably the, been the best three years I've had with boxing. I haven't boxed for about three months. I had a stress fracture in my hip in December. Well, I had it in September and then I had a fight in December last year. So I pushed through it, which I probably shouldn't have. And then so I had to rest and I'll probably fight, start training again next week and fight again in April this year. Okay, so you're training, and I have so many questions to ask you, but you're, so you're, right. you're training to do a boxing match. How far is yep. the lead out? Like how far is the lead in? How many months? The lead in. Um, depending on the opponent, depending on how long, like was your last fight, how long you've been training, which last year I had six fights, which is pretty good. Like that was, I think, the most active out of all females in Australia. Um, no, it definitely was. So I had six fights all year, which was, it's pretty draining. So it's about a good, I would say, well, six weeks hard. Six weeks hard. Weeks. Six weeks hard. Well, okay, eight weeks. Eight weeks. And so I chatted with a lady called Brianna Throssell a couple of weeks ago, who's a, an Australian Olympic swimmer. She's at the Rio Games. And wow. she's, she's training for three years for the Olympics to try and get into the Olympics to, to, you know, qualify. And she said her goal is mm. to reduce, I think, a percent of her time a year. Bloody earth. That's a very sensible goal. So as a boxer, yes, with your eight week program leading into a fight, you know who you're fighting, you know what her strengths and weaknesses are. Mm-hmm. What, how are you catering that? And what are your short term, long term goals in that eight weeks? Okay. So you're, I never stop training or when I'm injured, when I have to, have to, have to, because I nearly have to get a hip replacement, I do. But I always train. I'm always boxing specific. So I didn't really have skill. It wasn't a strength of mine at all. My strength was heart and a little bit crazy. Like would just, I I had a good chin. So when I met Billy, he stripped everything back and taught me from the beginning again. So I had to drop a lot of bad habits taught me from taught me all the basics of boxing and you never are bigger than the sport so there's always more to learn so my aim is to just every session just learn more and more so when I have my injury I, I changed to southpaw and learned that stance um, work on your always working on your weight balance because you have to always get low in boxing and a lot of people don't and it takes a lot of time. So that's been one of my goals is to, because I'm tall, to try and get low. So get lower, yeah. step down, stay low. Um, another goal would be to utilize my range, which I'm not very good at. Um, I am, I'm an aggressive fighter, but I always come in a bit too much. So the most effective punch is at the end of your punch when your punches are long. And because I'm tall, it's effective for me. Got it. But I come in a little bit too much, so I'm aiming still to learn my range. Yeah. Um, and working on, I would say, also my my speed. My speed. Speed, speed with your steps or speed with speed? your hands? Um, my hands are not bad, but a bit of both. But boxing's all legs. It comes from the legs to the arms, so probably a bit of both. Got 80, it. 70% legs boxing. So so I watched 
I watched the Roger Federer Rafael Nadal final. Uh, when was that? A couple months, uh, a couple yeah. weeks ago. The old Australian Open. I was courtside. I had the, scored these courtside tickets. I was six feet from um, from the players when they wow. were playing. It was incredible. It was so close. You could almost hear what was going on through their heads in between points. Wow. And I noticed. I noticed that they have a specific game plan, and a lot of the yep. time. So, for example, Rafael Nadal is a left-handed player. Roger Federer is a right-handed. Mm-hmm. Rafael Nadal hits heavy topspin mm-hmm. to Roger's backhand. That's his mm-hmm. whole strategy on the game. And Roger tries to get the ball quicker to get it back to Nadal quicker, so he doesn't mm-hmm. have time to put topspin on it. The whole. I thing. know, but don't they change that plan? Like, if well, you so they have to change that. Yeah, plan. they have to adapt because right. if Nadal is hitting his target, then Federer's got to do something to adapt because he can't hit that. And if Federer is getting right. it quick, he's got to adapt. So when you That's go right. into that fight mm. from that training, is that mm. do you have a set a set plan of what yes. you're going to do to beat this lady? Yes, normally, definitely. Uh, some fighters you can't get footage of, but I am like my poor trainer, like I grill him to get footage of everyone, but sometimes he just can't. So I normally watch it over and over. I know what I have to work on, like my weaknesses, so I work on those. Um, I know my range and everything, and then things eight eight weeks out, I cater to that opponent. So, for example, I my last fight, it only went to two rounds, but I wanted to change southpaw third round and put her off because I saw that she was very unbalanced. Um, she'd never fought a southpaw before. I know in my head that it's very difficult for orthodox right-handers to fight southpaws. So you, I think you've got to use your brain as well, add a little bit and look at their weaknesses and capitalise on their weaknesses. But then again, saying that, I've had plans before. I'm very mathematical, so I write yeah. it all down. I go in there and make... <clears throat> I will try and do it. It doesn't work. So you have to be able to adjust and adapt. So in the rounds, you go in the corner and say, Billy will say, no, that's not working. Try this. So the plan could go out the window if they've, they've watched you and they've seen you. So they know exactly what you're going to do. Yeah. Is it, is it like, so I play in a t- tennis is like my favorite sport. So I play in a tennis league here in Beverly Hills and, and oh, wow. I, I, well, I know that for me, I continually say in my head, hit the ball 80%. Hit it over the net three times and then play the point. And if I do that, nine mm. times out of ten, I'll win the point. But if I go for a wow. winner, then I'm statistically That's... I'm going to lose. So do you okay. do you if the shot's there to knock this girl's head off? Do you mm. go for it or do you are you clinical in the sense that it's like, nah, this is my mm. game plan. I'm sticking to that. No, back in the day, I had no strategy and no game plan. I was so erratic. I was like a windmill. And so, yes, back in the day, yes. But my trainer now has been amazing and I don't have much patience in yeah. general. And he's taught me, like, if you don't have patience in boxing, you're going to get knocked the hell out. Yeah. Uh, it's all patience and timing. So I will have an idea in my head, like, okay, the odds are in my favour. I could knock this girl out. But if you plan for the knockout, like you say, it never comes. But... If you stick to your game plan, yeah, it's timing and it just comes naturally. Yeah. Um, so I probably in the last three years of fighting, no, I've never – I've had in my head it's a possible knockout, but I haven't stuck to that because – Got it. 
never worked. Yeah. Why is boxing such a popular uh, way to exercise for attractive girls like Victoria's Secret <laughs> models? And I'm just making a blatant, a blatant statement because when mm. I look at social media, all I see is like mm. Gigi Hadid boxing. And mm. like, to me, if I was going to box, I would assume mm. it would make my upper body and my shoulders and my lats big. Mm-mm. No, I'm just not sure. So I don't box. Okay, I swim because I'm actually trying to get a broad shoulders. So oh. what, what? Why? Why do the girls box, and what does it do for okay. a physique of a, of a, a novice the, boxer? There's. I'll tell you what. The physique part is. Excuse my language. Jack shit. Nothing. Okay. It's nothing. Um, it is amazing cardio, cardio and strength at the same time. So you're building lean muscle mass. I do a lot of work with dumbbells. So you imitate your combos with dumbbells and then applied on the pads. You can do anything with boxing. It is probably the hardest cardio-wise and fatigue-wise out of anything. Um, So that is a benefit. But I think just in general, not just attractive. I know a lot of attractive girls do it, but... Maybe that's the only ones I see. Maybe I'm Yeah, and so many females, they love it. It's because, in my opinion... Against the grain of normal, it's very male dominated. It's very yeah. Okay, but is it self empowering to be able to box? Is that it what it is? And I think people back in the day they think that women don't have women have more anger than men. I tell you now, yeah, right. more, and more stresses like you know the old school mentality: women stay at home with the kids. That's bloody hard work. They've got yeah. a lot of stress on their plate. Boxing has this. I can't explain it in technical terms but it releases something something else nothing physical but maybe um it takes a lot of concentration you have to focus so the time goes quick um releases anger in my opinion i think i chose boxing because it was a coping mechanism to deal with my dad anger looking back now um it's the feeling afterwards the females get from it in my opinion is it a bit hypnotic and a bit meditational when you're in it i think definitely not meditational oh, but, but, but you know, definitely I when i say meditation i don't yet. mean yeah i think that was the wrong word i don't mean like yeah, relaxing yeah. and calm i mean like you kind of lose yourself in that world i think yeah it's very you and your gloves and that is it and is it the same when you're fighting, like those girls, if you're training, don't spar. It's just hitting the bags and using the cardiovascular training oh, process. No. Right? Like I train differently to most. So I'll do body blitzes and they have to sign waivers, but I con- controlled sparring, bloody oath. I do it with all my clients. They have headgear on, mouth guards. I give them an objective for a round. Yeah. One has to jab, the other one has to defend the jab. And then some of my clients spar full on. Um, if I think it's up to me, that they love that the most. And a lot of the Victoria's Secret girls do it as well. Yeah, right. I see uh, Jacinta Campbell was doing, I worked with her at David Jones. She was doing a lot oh, yeah, of boxing at that. Yeah. Uh, one of those gyms in Sydney in the lead up to the DJ show. I was training her actually for the first DJ show. Oh, cool. Yeah. And, and so and, she um, spa? She did a lot of work with me. Yeah, bloody hell, she did. Yeah, right. We did like tag drills and... Um, I would like hit her, but she'd have to defend. I was quite aware of her face, but body body work, yeah, I did a lot. 
So she's got a great work ethic. So is that when she got the six pack? Yes, that was me. So, <laughs> not me. The lady not pack. Not me, but I played she, her. She, she a was, lot of other stuff as well. You're right, because she called me and she goes, it was her first time and, and uh, you know, her and I have been friends for a long time. I was on Getaway for a while and then she got on Getaway, so we had a chat about it. We did a couple together and then I was on DJs and she got on DJs and, you know, I was talking to her about, you know, what to do and blah, blah, blah. And she told me that actually at the time. Yeah. How lovely you were, yeah. Yeah, well, I, I got a lot of time for her. She's really sweet and, and like you said, I can – I can feel the drive in people and I gravitate towards it. Oh, man. That, to be honest, Her drive is ridiculous. Oh, I know. To be honest, that's why I called you. I can feel it through your <laughs> social media. I'm like, I've got to talk to this girl. So, <laughs> so I like really resonate with Jacinta because um, I just think whatever she's doing, she's full throttle and I like that about oh, a person. And I'll she, tell you now, she yeah. could be, she was skipping better than some of the male. My trainer would help me do it sometimes. Skipping and training harder than male fighters who have had 25 fights. Unbelievable. It's all that mental focus and discipline. But she turned out she turned out with the, the, the most ripped body I think I've ever seen. No. And she was just loving life and had she so much energy. What so so for people listening, guys and mm. girls, what mm. component and I say this because, you know, obviously exercise has huge mental um uh, factors and benefits, but obviously a lot of people out there are going for an aesthetic result. So, Correct, so what, which what, is guaranteed with boxing. So what part of boxing specifically? So for those people going to like okay. a box class at the gym, should they be doing certain things? Yeah. See, I love boxing in any capacity. Boxer size is great. I won't knock it. But learning how to box properly, boxer size, there's no technique involved. You're not adding to your technique. You're not improving. You're just getting your heart rate up. So I would advise probably if you can find a good boxing trainer or a good boxing gym to do that instead. I, When I started boxing, I was quite heavy because I would use food. After my dad, I used food a lot to feel better. Yeah. So I would binge eat a lot. And after when I started boxing, three months later, I was sitting at about maybe, I was big, 72 kilos. Okay. So then three months later, I was down to 60 kilos. Wow. And I didn't change anything. Just I, I stopped the binging because I was content with what I was doing. And also I ate, I eat a lot, but I ate good food and I ate a yeah. lot of it. And yeah, I think weight loss, toning, aesthetically, it one of the only thing, things I reckon that works every muscle in your body, your neck, your arm, your core, your legs, your toes, your calves, your everything. Like there's nothing yeah. if you do it properly with a proper boxing trainer that knows what they're doing, yeah. There's not one muscle you don't work. Mm. I did it at Wildcard, Manny Pacquiao's gym. I did like, you, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had a trainer out there for a little while. I like the pool. Who was it? Oh, it was a guy called Paulie. It's from Crenshaw. Yeah, was he dark uh, dark or Yeah he's like what? a dark guy with like a big yeah. afro yeah, yeah, yeah. He's cool. Okay. He, he was a nice guy. He used to laugh at me because he'd always throw a punch at me and I'd, I'd duck and then I'd just try to punch him in the head. <laughs> I, I was just a clown in the gym. But the guy I was training with was like, took it really seriously. Serious. And, yeah, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go back and do laps in the pool. So <laughs> Yeah, nah. I peaced out. So, um, was he good? Was he good? Did you enjoy well, it? Yeah, I did. I did. And I think further, I mean, I guess you and I are similar in the sense that like I wasn't all in, so I didn't really, 
I had that feeling where I was like, crap, man, I'm just going to go buy like shoes, gloves and sign up for seven days a week. Otherwise, I'm just going to stop. Yeah, right. And I and at the time, I think it depends on the person, though, like the trainer. Yeah. It depends on their energy and how they teach you. So you connect with them, whatever it is you're in. Yeah, looking back, I don't know if I believed him enough. And I don't know whether he was there. I feel like he was just taking the paycheck a bit. Oh, well, it's very much a Shelly gym, that gym. Like, if, like, I would say you go there, no, not to be seen, but. It's not. But that was what's going on there. There's That's a lot right. Of dudes there not you. Everyone <laughs> else. Yeah. 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 Well, my, it was the only gym my buddy knew, so we went there. But now he boxes on his own somewhere else. So that I know a great show. one. It's called Fortune's Gym. Go there. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, yeah. So, so, what what is it that even now after you've done all this boxing and water skiing and did you say you're 29? 29. Yeah. yeah after all, oh, yeah, right. I'm 34. I'm done. Are I'm over, you? I'm over the hill. Yeah. I look good though. I you drink look a lot of water. So good for me. I, know, I use filters on my Instagram photos. Don't worry. In real life. Oh yes. Yeah, so so, so does everyone. Mate. <laughs> so what is it? What is it now that like if you're not training for a fight that leaps you out of bed on those days where you're tired and you're sick and you're like whatever that makes you want to go and bust your ass. When I'm not training or when I am no, training? just like when you – so In general. I think, I think when you've got a fight or a particular singular goal, I get it. But just mm. in life when you don't – Apart from that, yeah. Yeah, what is it that gets you out of um, bed? Definitely like this gym. I ran a gym before. It's not training people, but the clients I have now are amazing and they just – they love learning and they – they push themselves. I love getting out of bed to help other people, not necessarily not lose weight, not nothing to do with that. Just to feel good, mentally feel good, and I feel like I can do that by getting up and going and training because I train people most days. Yeah. So by doing that and giving back and making people feel good about themselves mentally, um, probably yeah that's probably the only thing that really sparks me because i think for everyone where like you never take your own advice you always take someone else's yeah and if i didn't have that i don't think i'd have the spring in my step that i would yeah right tell me about that gym when did you start it what's it called where is it little doggy uh it's my puppy in the background oh what is it it's a, a cavoodle five months old oh my god God, Ollie, she's perched up on the couch. She's a watchdog. She's barking at the cars drive by. What a cutie. Yeah. Yeah, so tell me about the gym. What's it called? Yeah, Where is so, it? When did you start it? Uh, two weeks ago, I had a gym in Town Point for two years. Um, and then we got out of that lease and I had about three months off setting up this new gym, which is in Padstow. So uh, if you're global, that's about... I don't know. Is that Southwest Sydney? No, I think so. What's the website? Uh, the website is uh, eaglefitness.com.au. Okay. All the details are, are on there, but it's called Lauren Eagle Boxing Gym. It's a lot smaller than my old gym, but yep. it's a lot busier than it, than it as well. Padstow's a great area. I do train. Um, there's a lot of Muslims in that area, and my trainer is a Muslim. Um, so I do train a few Muslim girls. Are they wearing the, the burqa? The jugs, yes. But because it's a all-female gym, they come in, I shut the door, and they can take it off. Right. You got no guys in there? 
No, all females. On a Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. Okay. On a Tuesday, Thursday, Billy brings his boys in to train. But yeah, it's all. So what's the business? What's the business model? How does it work? You know what? I sort of just made it up on my own with the help of my um, boxing trainer. It works by just yeah. I guess the first two years were just sort of growing pains and sorting through it, but teaching people how to box. Mostly women. Eighty uh, percent of my clients back then were women, anyway. Yeah. But teaching them the proper form, proper technique of boxing. Um, I've just got this other girl in to teach boxing specific strength. Um, the model is just to teach boxing properly, but at the same time making them feel good mentally and physically. That's it. Really. And is this is this like? During a day, you have group classes, or is this one on one and group classes? Both. Both. So they can book you one on one for a fee for an hour, and then they yes. can, and that's ongoing, hopefully with good clients, and then they can come in as a class, and that's you do right. classes a certain amount of times a week. That's right. Yeah. Got yeah. it. Okay. And then what's yeah. the what's the vibe in there? Is an all women's boxing gym? It's awesome. Um, you know, like touchy subject, but oh well. Um. You hear a lot, you know, media and preconceptions about Muslims, but they're they're the most. That's not the religion; that's the person. Yeah, in my opinion. So they are the most amazing people. Yeah, I've got a lot of Aussies and um, Greeks and and Muslim Lebanese, but they are so great. The vibe is you're in there to work, and then after, yeah. you know, they'll have a bit of a chat, but they don't. They're not. Hang around, they don't hang around and and waste your time. They're there to yeah. work and they appreciate your time. But that's it. It's a, it's a great vibe. It's a so, work hard vibe. So guys aren't allowed in. So once once you're in there and you're boxing and it's a ladies' class, like you can't just roll in as a dude and interrupt. No, it's on the door. I've got to change the sign because <laughs> the garbage man. <laughs> He keeps rolling in. No, that can't yeah, be done. That was not good. No. Um, so, yeah, no males. But that's no one would would come there. Okay. Because it's, yeah. What, it's, well, what do you think about the Ronda Rousey fight? Which one? The, the latest <laughs> one? one. No, the latest one. The most recent okay. one where she went I, down in I about think, 11 seconds. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, mate, everyone's quick to comment. I'm a little biased on this because I've trained with her before and I really... You trained with Rhonda? Yes. In Sydney? In LA. What? How, what explain that. Uh, well, when I first started training with Billy, he took me to LA to get away and train with his fighters. Yeah. And back in the day, because I, I had heart, I was a bit cocky. Yeah. So I was like, I want any fight. I want to fight anyone. You know, I was cocky. Yeah. I wasn't cocky, but I was just maybe overly confident. Anyway, so then this day, Billy said, we're in LA. He said, okay, Rhonda's agreed to spy you. Um, <laughs> we're going there tomorrow morning. What was her um, level at that point? Jack, nothing. Oh, so bad. okay. Yeah, not good. Okay. Not good at all. Yeah, so it was not good. Anyway, I was trying to sort of prove myself to Billy, so I was, I was shitting myself, but I texted yeah. her back and I said, Okay, um, I'm a little bit nervous, but whatever you think, I trust your opinion. And we got in the car. He tells it to a lot of people. It's quite funny. And yeah. I had my headphones in, and then they were telling me that she's going to knock me out in 10 seconds because I asked to just 
box her, yeah. nothing else. So she found that disrespectful. And when I went in the gym, I wasn't allowed to say hello, oh. acknowledge her, or look her in the eye. Okay. Okay, so I get there, go in the gym, I'm start warming up, and it was like I was really I was nervous, but I was ready to do it, like win or swim, like, <laughs> win or swim, mate. And that's it. And then half an hour later, I'm like, Billy, where is she? Where is she? Like. No, 40 minutes later, yeah. she rocks in. She comes up to me to shake my hand. Yeah. I look at Billy and I walked away. Why? Walked away. Ignored her. Why? They told me to. Oh. Because they said you're not allowed to say hello to her. If okay. she says hello to you, you're not allowed to say hello. Okay. So anyway, then I was warming up and she started warming up and then I go, Billy, is this even bloody happening? It you're was like 40 an minutes. Hour. You're 40 minutes an warm hour, at this no. point. Okay. It was like an hour later. And then he goes, then him and his mate started laughing. He goes, Lauren, no, it's not. But let that be a lesson to you. Stop being cocky. So it was a trick. It was a setup. It was a setup. But it was a great lesson. You know what? It really did later on. It worked. And then we ended up just like, tra we trained together. But you were ready. <laughs> I was going to get knocked out, but I didn't care. I had to do oh, it. That's the heart, Eagle. That's the heart. I love that. Okay. And then, so what's your observation? So, so you spent a bit of time with the training. Yeah. And she's amazing. And her trainer is Armenian. Yeah. Um, so her trainer and my trainer are quite close. So she was amazing. And after that point, like she was just getting big. And I remember we trained there like maybe four days. And I'd come in and she'd be in interviews with HBO in the gym. Like, everyone loved her. Like, that's when she was going big time, yeah? Everyone. Yeah. No one, you would never hear anything bad about her. And then she lost. It's a shame that people bad me other. I know for a fact she had a lot going on in her life. Bad like, things. Like what? That like no one uh, relationship about. stuff or something? One. Her mother didn't come to the fight because her mother doesn't like her trainer. Okay. And wanted her and came out publicly and said, I want you to leave him and find someone else. He's not doing the job. Um, she had a lot of commitments. And at the end of the day, you have to focus on the fight. That's it. She yeah. was doing Hollywood movies. Okay. Yeah. Entourage. She was Doesn't in Entourage. Matter. Yeah. Entourage. She was in the, in, in what is it? In, Incredible, incredible. Oh, oh, yeah, I think I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, the one like that three, had the, oh, the, the, the big fig guys, the Stallone movie. Yes, and the, the other one, the Entourage, and it took its toll. She could be Superwoman, but it, they're draining. Yeah. So there was a lot of things took its toll. Anyway, I think the second fight, she wasn't, she wasn't ready. She didn't want to fight, but they were making her. That was her contract. She pulled out of the previous one. And she had to fight on that day. I believe her heart wasn't really in it, but I feel I can relate. You've got to fulfill your commitments. Um, and I know for a fact she was suicidal from her first loss. Really? I heard, you know, I, I don't know anything about MMA. Mate. I don't know anything about fighting, but I could feel it because of how hard, how high the media thrust her into that spotlight. I do not blame her. And how if hard you take she fell. Sport, that's right. But hang on. How hard she fell. She lost. But the shit people were saying Yeah, that's her, what I mean. Like the, the media and the world's portrayal of her. Yep. And so after the second fight, she put a media ban on everyone for the second fight, yeah? 
the second right. one. What, was, leading into it? Yep, leading into it. No media, like a couple, five days, a week out or something. Okay. Media ban, yeah? So First uh, time ever that she's done that. Then she lost. That's when the media came out and blasted her. Why? Because they couldn't get access to her. So answer, she was trying to focus and they're giving her backlash. So answer me this. How does a fighter of that caliber... Mm. And again, I don't know anything about fighting, but my observation, and correct me when I'm wrong here, so mm. she's standing there off the whistle, and that lady's first jab goes straight through her gloves and pops her in the head. How can she not block the first jab? I have always said to my trainer, I said, Billy, we've got to, you need to go over there and work on her boxing. That's her weakness. She's great at everything else. But everyone knows and all that sort of stuff, wrestling and all that sort of stuff. Yes, yeah, well, hello. It's a strength is an armbar. Everyone knows that now, so people know how to handle it. They're boxers. Tall fighters and Holly Holmes was a boxer. Yeah. So you work on your boxing. I want Billy to go over there, but I believe I don't know. To me, it looks like she threw the fight. Like, but do you know what I mean? I like think, she, you yeah. can't learn overnight, though. Like I couldn't. I didn't learn a jab or defending a jab for a year and a half. But that lady just like popped straight through her defense, one, two, three, and then Wooshka, and then she was to pieces. I think mentally too. It took its toll. She, you know, she put on a lot of weight um, before this last fight. She Mentally, I think it scars someone, mate. When you love yeah. your sport so much and you're at the top, like she was getting awards left, right, and center for the best athlete worldwide in general. And then just got ripped out from under her from nowhere. That's the worst thing yeah. ever. Yeah. So I I believe in her a lot. I think people are so hard on her, and I think it's very unfair. But guess what? When she yeah. wins again, everyone will come back think, in a corner. You and think she she'll will keep win fighting? Again. You think she'll fight again? Yeah, she will. Yep. Really? I tweeted her 10 minutes after. I don't think she saw it. But I tweeted her 10 minutes after she lost, and I said, I still love you at Ronda Rousey. What? <laughs> Yeah, I'm just like a, you know, I can see the pain. I actually, to me, it oh, looked like... To you me, can looked, see it. Yeah, you can. You can. To, to me, it, look, I, I don't think she threw it, but to me it looks like she didn't have strong defense. That lady got lucky on a quick jab, and the second it hit her in her face, everything she'd been trying to pretend wasn't happening mm. mentally in her head just went mm -hmm. whoosh and present, and all of a sudden she went, holy crap, that's right, I'm in the ring, I don't want to be here, what's going on? Yeah. And before she could even process, that lady goes, dunk, 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 out. Because I've seen a box, and let me tell you, she's not fantastic, but she is good. Yeah. Like she knows what she's doing. I think it's just mental. I think she'll, I know she's tra still training, and she will come back and surprise everyone. Yeah, hopefully. What do you, yeah. what do you, I just want to talk about nutrition for a second. Do you know anything about ketones? Have you been taking ketones? Ketones? Yeah, have you heard about ketones? Is that like a keyboard? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a ketone, a key, the ketosis diet is when the body burns stored fuel, sorry, stored fat for fuel. So right. when people eat a regular diet, carbohydrate, mm. sugar, protein, fat, the body's most of the time, well, 99.9% .9 of the time, burning triglycerides in the body, which is just immediate yes. fuel. That's the food you put in your body. But mm. when you eat um, a really low amount, I think it's under 25 grams of carbs a day, your body goes into ketosis and starts burning fat, and they're selling these supplements, which you call ketones. Mm -hmm. You can take mm -hmm. them, and your body automatically goes into ketosis. I've been taking them, and I've been talking about them a lot. It's a huge buzz thing in LA at the moment, so I was just seeing if, if you knew much about it. I don't think I it's don't know anything about it, but what I do yeah. know. 
Yeah. Is that 25, less than 25 grams of carbs per day? Yeah. Okay. I think, in my, from my experience, I don't have a nutritional degree. Yeah. Okay, but I've done a lot of trial and error. If yeah. you're on O blood type, that the Atkins diet works so well because most of the population, majority of people are O blood type. Okay. Okay, so which means Atkins diet is cut all carbs out, eat fat and protein. Yeah. The problem was when they included carbs back in, what happened? They put on weight straight away. So I think that type of thing sounds great for O blood type, but if I did that, I would have, I work off carbs. Like my fuel comes from carbs, not fat. Yeah. But you're also, but you're also high energy, high output. Correct. You're not lying around on the couch. Nah, but even then, even then I'd, nah, that's 20, what's 25 grams? Like what? No, it's like a piece of toast. A piece of toast is like 15 grams of carbs. Okay. So you could have two pieces of toast. Yeah, that's it, in a 24-hour period. And then you got carbs in everything, fruit, vegetables. Yeah, you can pretty right. much okay, just nah. eat protein and, like, vegetables. Okay, I think it works. Okay, if we're talking males here, that yeah. type of thing works. I don't know why. I can't explain it. It works for males. For females, no. Okay. Yeah, it works for me. I take it and it works. Bloody oath it would. Well, I don't burn muscle and I shred uh, fat. I see how I shred yeah. fat. But I think it definitely that type of thing, like, Men don't really like, they, I don't know, they don't eat as much carbs as women and they don't crave it. They love meat mm. and fats and, but women, they need carbs. Yeah, right. What are some um, other fitness trends that you've noticed uh, in, in your world and in Australia, like nutritionally, dietary, uh, exercise? Have you noticed anything else that people are gravitating towards? Um, the, what is it, the Three two is it or the five two? What's three, a five? Two. What's the three two? Five two. It's five two. So, um, five days of I think it's like five hundred calories, and then two days of like nothing, two hundred calories. Oh my god, this is so confusing already. Yeah, I I have to look it up. My one of my clients, the mums was one of my mum clients was on it and loved it worked for her um but there's so many nutritional terms what else um i've never counted protein powders protein powders mate don't believe it's... in them for men yes for women no really the protein powder is not a good at all it. why is that it depends if you've got a like a raw organic protein yeah maybe maybe our body and that's easily digestible maybe our body back in the day wasn't meant for powders it was meant for food yeah. So you want to have protein, have a piece of fish, have tuna, eat something else. If you want to have it every now and then, fine. For men, mate, 100%, you need it. Yeah. Protein powders. It's fine for you guys. You're different. For women, I don't agree with it. So what's a good and diet? And a lot of protein powders, it's got a lot of artificial. It's like Coke Zero. Coke Zero is one of the major causes of obesity. Yeah. Because you can't burn off what's in it. You can burn off sugar, Coke, but you can't burn off Coke Zero. Is it aspartame? Is that what's in it? Well, there's a lot of like, a lot of crap. Our body, it's a chemical. You can't burn it off, and it causes obesity. Bad. So, what's what's the diet for women that you would suggest if someone comes into your gym and says, "Hey, I want to lose weight, get in shape." You're training boxing with them. So, what do you say? What do you tell them to eat? To be completely honest, I'm not uh, accredited to do that. But, but just do, from your advice, I do advise, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, 
I always ask what blood type they are. Not to cater. It does make a difference, though, I think. Okay. Um, I would say, depending on their blood type, because an A is a vegetarian. You shouldn't really eat red meat at all. Okay. So pretend you're an A. I would cut red meat out. I would still include protein like chicken and fish and veggies, and I'd tell them what to eat. It's portion control. That's all it is. You could eat really whatever you wanted three times a day. The problem is it's portions. So everyone, it's not hard. Look it up on Google. Everyone knows what to eat. Protein, veggies, carbs. Simple. But portion control and eat. Some people work well three times a day. Others work well off five times a day. Depending on what you work better off, you go with that and you portion control it. Mm. I'm a big fan of, I use, I, it's just, you just said the same thing. I, I experiment with my body all the time. Oh, so do I. I experiment with different foods, different amounts of food, different times for eating, different amounts of exercise. A, because yep. I, I'm ADD and I get bored and want to mix things up. And B, because I just want to know how my body works. And I, yep. I, from doing that, sure, yeah. I might have gained weight at certain times. I might have dropped weight at other times. But now I know how to exactly use right. my body as a tool. I can play it like an instrument. Okay, and I reckon that is the – you're different to most. I'm the same. I've done that. But everyone else, you could tell them something. It wouldn't work for them. You have to trial and error. Little yeah, I agree. Little, I agree. You know, little, and then you know. And once you yeah. know, it's simple. Yeah, because I can't, I can't tell what someone can't you have? to me. I can't yeah. have – well, I can't have like what you call it, soda in America, soft drink. I can't have soft drink. What if, blood type are you, do you know? I actually don't remember. I was trying to think of that when you said it. I actually looked up my phone just then. I thought I might have saved it in my phone. I have to check it out. But I can't have soft drink. And so if I have lots of sugary stuff, I start putting weight on. I get puffy. If I have um, – I can have a little bit of bread. But if I if I have bread maybe two, three days in a row, I just start mm-hmm. to get puffy and blow out. Okay, your O. Oh, is that what that is? I reckon. Yeah, right. And I also don't drink alcohol. If I if I drink alcohol again, I get sort of lethargic and puffy, and I can't really eat oily stuff. So I I c- kind of eat a lot of um, leafy greens, a lot so you of kind of oh like meat. Do you eat meat or fish? Yeah, or I have, I, well I don't eat fish because I don't like fish, but I okay. eat a lot of chicken, a lot of meat, uh, eat a lot of eggs. I have a I have like protein powder with uh, spinach every day in a smoothie, and I have a lot of high fat in it. So I have like peanut butter, coconut oil, um, matcha powder, oh, well, that's all right. chia that's seeds. Good. Yeah, yeah, that's perfect. And I do this thing called Bulletproof Coffee in the morning, which is yeah, um, and it's got butter okay. and oil. It's so good. I found out the other day it's yeah. uh, MCT. So coconut yeah. oil has MCT, which is yeah. amazing for rebuilding for your brain yeah. and also rebuilding like the um, case around your – it's like where the messages go through. It's okay. apparently – Everyone should have it every day. You buy it from the yeah. um, health food shop, MCT, yeah, exactly. which is coconut oil and palm kernel oil. Okay. So, so I, I definitely believe in that. Yeah, and I have that in That's morning. quite calorie dense, very calorie dense, 100 calories per tablespoon. But it doesn't put on weight if you have a healthy lifestyle, I don't think at all. Yeah, so, I've no, so I have that in the morning and then it satiates me up until lunchtime and the coffee makes me razor sharp till 2 o'clock yeah. and I don't need any food and I can go lift weights, do whatever I want. But I find yep. I find I can eat unlimited whole foods and I I will lose weight 
But as mm. soon as I eat a little bit of shit food, I'll just pack it on. Yeah, and also that's probably because you are quite healthy and I believe when your body's used to something and you've nourished it and you put something else in, say crappy food, yeah, it, it affects you way more than it would affect someone, say, who has say a little packet of chips a day or yeah it, it's putting it into a, cl- a well-oiled machine yeah uh, how, how, that. do you cheat do you have like cheat meals and you eat crap yeah, at all yeah. now or not yeah what's your uh, go-to what's the, your go-to piece of crap that you eat i went from like i was really healthy organic and everything in the last yeah. years a little bit crappy but um i was used to be sugar and now i'm salt for anything salty like olives chips Cold chips, hot chips, um, what else? Cheese and crackers. I have a potato chip addiction. I am obsessed with chips. What is it? I just like... In the last year. In the last year. Yeah, nonstop. I just like, I'll go to the store and sometimes I need to avoid an aisle because if I walk past that bloody potato, like Lay's potato chips in that yellow packet, I don't I, think we I, even sell Lays here, do we? It's like, remember Thins? Do they sell Thins yeah, in thin. Australia? Oh, okay. Light and Tangy. Light and Tangy. Well, I think it's the same brand, right? I think it's just called something else in America. If I And I don't care what flavor it is. But if I see that packet, my mind says, no matter how healthy I am, just eat it, man. It's all good. <laughs> really? You're yeah. the same as me. And I just I eat it. What that is. I don't know. But then I get, get up in the morning and I swim 2K in the pool like a beast. And I'm like, yeah, screw that pack of chips. <laughs> as long as you don't do it like twice a day. It's yeah, right. exactly, exactly. Um, all right, hey, thanks for the chat. That was cool. That's all right. I appreciate your time. 53 minutes of love there. Uh, there you go. Yeah, you're going to inspire the world. I like it. And you're going to single-handedly motivate Ronda Rousey to get back in the ring and kill all the haters. Bloody eyes. I hope so. Yeah. Oh, how good was that chat? Uh, big thanks to Lauren Eagle for getting on the podcast and sharing some of her amazing stories. Super inspirational. Uh, if you guys want to check out uh, Lauren's gym, if you find yourself in New South Wales, Australia, near Sydney, it's in an area called Padstow. You can hit up eaglefitness.com.au. It's called the Lauren Eagle Boxing Gym. Uh, that was cool. Thanks for listening. You can check me out at Jason Dundas on Instagram or jasondundas.com or dundasfit.com. Guys, I'll see you uh, next time on the Dundas Fit Podcast. Peace.